can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Do you need an amazing waterproofing product? Look no more. BaseCrete is the number one cementitious 100% waterproofing membrane with a proprietary blend of polymers and specialized content. An easy to use all-in-one waterproofing membrane and bond coat that provides exceptional strength and unparalleled adhesion, yet remains flexible to absorb movement in the underlining concrete structure. With its range of application, BaseCrete is the ideal solution to protect or repair any concrete structure for use in swimming pools, roofs, terraces, foundations, cellars, deck, etc. It adheres directly to the substrate. No primer, no bond coat. How easy is that? Hey guys, it's Heather here with Hump Days with Heather on the Talking Pools podcast. I have an amazing guest with me today. I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves and we'll go from there. Heather, good morning. This is Vito Mariano, Base Creek Technologies. We manufacture waterproofing for concrete restoration, concrete pools, concrete decks, balconies. You name it, we do it. Busy man, especially the last few years. We're probably shipping to about 25 different com- countries. And we're now manufacturing in five countries. So I am in Canada for about 45 days, setting up a plant here. And uh, for logistical reasons, we do a lot of uh, mini plants everywhere in order to make it more feasible for our customers to get product delivered without having to get crazy bills. Trucking is very expensive today with logistics. So here I am in beautiful Canada. Yeah, it's perfect. Just enjoying every minute. I don't know if I want to go anywhere else from here. But like he's good. stuck. He's yeah. he's stuck. He's not going back home. He's gonna be in Canada forever. I'm jealous. I'm I've stuck. never been to Canada. A... <laughs> I, yeah, it's beautiful up here. I'm in an area called Muskoka, which is beautiful. The cottages. There's 250,000 lakes within a three-hour vicinity of driving for my for. Oh my god! Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So... So Canada. Oh, I've been I hiking every day. I brought my dog with me and we go hiking. So every day you wake up, we find another trail, another river, another waterfalls. It's beautiful. I'm so jealous. If I can get my phone, and my phone just never stops ringing. So I'm always walking with a phone. And right. Then at the end of the day, I don't remember where I was, but I remember it being beautiful. So. Right, understandable. You know, most of the time that, that phone ringing is me. Like, Vito, what do I do with this? Vito, what's the mixing ratio? Vito. <laughs> Yeah, you've, I've had a few calls from you, but they're all good questions, though, which is really, really good. Yeah, I, I try to keep and my I questions. Love- right. I try to keep my questions like more than just the basic stuff, because your your product is so easy to use and it's so self-sufficient that it doesn't take a lot to understand how to use it. And when I when I use your product, because we use it on every one of our pools, especially the waterline, all of my new builds get it from waterline all over the pool. All of my remodels get it from Waterline, especially in anywhere that we put stone, because you've got to have that front side and that back side, like the veneer, you know, the inside of that spa as well as the outside of that spa on that veneer. It's otherwise effervescence just 
constantly comes back through. And I have clients all the time that are like, okay, well, we just had this done, obviously not by us, but by another company. Why am I getting this white stuff coming through my tile line? I'm like, well, let me check your chemistry because obviously that's the first and foremost. So we check chemistry. Chemistry is actually pretty good for it only being, you know, a month old. And I'm like, this shouldn't happen a month after installing tile. So dealing with one right now that they, bless their little heart, this homeowner had a company come out and replaster and retile. They didn't waterproof anything. So it's all over the tile line. And it was, it's only been like three months is what they said. And the homeowner's like, I'm just going to replaster the whole thing because they also messed up the acid wash. They did a quartz pebble excuse me, not pebble, but they did a quartz instead of pebble. And so the tanning ledge, when they did the acid wash, is a big-ass circle around the tanning ledge for where they let the acid sit on there. And then where the jet is up top, they've got the stains from the jet because they didn't plug that jet during the acid um, once the startup and all that happened because you've got to plug that. And then the spa effervescence on the inside, the outside, and the pool all the way around. And they're like, we didn't even know it's supposed to be waterproofed. You know, what's the benefit? So I'm going through all this and like, which one we use. So I quoted them to redo everything. And they're like, well, the company that we use is a very, it's a very high end company here. And so they were like, why didn't they tell us about this? And I'm like, unfortunately, I can't answer that, but I can fix it, you know? So products like yours just makes everybody's job a lot easier. It makes the tile stay the way it's supposed to, it makes the plaster, because again, the whole point of this is to make sure that water base. So why don't you walk us through exactly how it works and what exactly it does versus other products? Well, let me start off by saying I've had many, many phone calls from you over the last few years, and I think they're great because it makes me feel like I'm doing my job. Yep. So many years ago, when I started manufacturing cement-based material, by 1993 or 94, I had six patents. I don't know if you're aware of this. I've got six patents just in pool plaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the industry, you know, they did at it and, you know, became public knowledge and, you know, everybody uses it, which I'm fine with. I'm okay with that. I'm glad of contributing something to, to, to that part of it. So back at around 91, 92, I developed this material that is base Crete and I kind of shelved it for a few years thinking that one of these days I might be able to just grab it off my shelf with all my other crazy stuff that I've worked on and invented. And uh, there's going to be a need for it. But as the pool industry started to really get into the glamour part of swimming pools, they weren't just a typical, you know, uh, 16 by 32 square box in your backyard, tiles, plaster, coping, finish. They started to become completely designed differently. Uh, You had uh, uh, like the Genesis folks that were coming out and they were designing and, and building amazing pools. And then it started opening up a whole new avenue on the high end or beautiful looking swimming pools. And I thought, you know what, maybe it's a good time to start looking at bringing in a waterproofing because you got to find a way to protect the beauty of that pool. Now, when you're looking at a pool, nobody realizes what's behind the tile or behind the plaster, which is the structure of the vessel. And the other analogy I've come up with, and I always say, is that you don't want to buy a half a million dollar Rolls Royce with an old primer underneath it uh, or Mm -hmm. rust inhibitor, which protects the finish. Because all you're looking at, when you look at a Rolls Royce, you see the beauty of how it looks. You don't see all the mechanical parts behind it. Right. You know, because the beauty is what takes it. It's like having a Ferrari drive by. You only look at the beauty of it. It's a beautiful looking machine. You want to do the same thing, but you want to protect it. So I thought, well, 
let's let's really start bringing the waterproofing into it because you want to be able to protect the tiles and you want to be able to protect the plaster finish or whatever the finish is. But more important besides that is protecting the steel that's inside that concrete because steel and concrete is the number one cause of damage in, in structural concrete, in spalding concrete. So, the, the, you know, if, if you can keep the vessel as dry as you can because it's completely submerged in water, you're going to have years of longevity. Yeah. And again, when you're when you're sitting by your beautiful you know, swimming pool and you got beautiful tile work, you don't want to look at uh, leaching. That's why I call it leaching, but it's efflorescence. Yeah, same thing. And it took a lot. You know, once I started learning all this, because you have taught me a lot over the past few years, and because I never waterproofed anything, I knew about efflorescence, but I didn't understand the process that goes behind that, right? What caused that? Why does it happen on more tile versus standard six by six? Like, you know, glass is going to leach a lot more than standard six by six. So I wasn't understanding the process of that because that also took, in fact, what the application that we use to put on that product makes a huge difference as well. So let's talk about yeah. like the application process itself with your product. So let's say we're doing a new build and they just shot, they just shot shotcrete. Like I've got a build right now that I'm, I got to go today and unwrap it to let it dry out so I can get the shit that fell off the wall again and then cover it back up. I'm just this pool. I've dug it twice and now yeah, will be the third time. Yeah. And it's got piers in there. So it's got no contact piers. So I've got piers going in. I've got double mat going in. I've got and I can't get the mat in there. I can't get plumbing done because it's just constantly raining. So I'm just like, uh, so after I shoot the shot creep. So people that don't know, let's say that I shoot the shotcrete tomorrow, tell them the process that you want them to do to be able to apply your, because I do mine a little bit differently than most. I let my, I let my shell fill up with water and sit to cure, and then I drain it and then I apply your product. So let's talk about how you prefer that to be done. Yeah. So the, the best application you get is to, when you shoot the pool within the first three, four days, uh, preferably the first or second day, you want to be able to spray a colloidal silicate. Okay, so the way coral silicates work is they fill in the absorbed into the concrete. My intercept, for instance, it's a lithium-based colloidal silicate. It penetrates the surface an inch. The most you're going to get an inch. And there's companies out there that claim they can go six inches, eight inches, virtually impossible. It doesn't work that way. You're going to get an inch. So what happens is any moisture that's either from the reverse side, which is hydrostatic pressure, or moisture, it's, it, it can come, water travels in, in really mysterious ways. And you want to be able to shut that off completely, okay? It fills in the capillaries and the little tiny holes for a lack of ease. Those little tiny capillaries, which is a hole. Let's look at a sponge. If you look at a sponge and you shrink it down into a cubic inch from a cubic foot, those holes are still there. They're just minute and they're small. They fill in with, with colloidal silicate and they shut off moisture and it makes it water, water type proof or whatever word you want to use. And then you want to fill it up with water and uh, wait for your time period. You want to drain it. And then you want to do your secondary, which is the base creek waterproofing cementitious material that you can either trowel it, you can spray it, or you can roll it out. Uh, what so we is prefer there, is that. Is there a preference? So like you're the first products, right, that we put on. So I always do that. I, on day two is when I apply when I apply mine and then I fill it up. So let's make sure the listeners are well aware. You have to let it dry a little bit. So don't put it on and then immediately fill that up. You've got to wait at least 24 to 48 hours. Is that correct? 
That is correct. Hot. Yes. Yeah. I if yeah, it's you scorching want it to hot. Yeah. If it's scorching hot, I wait 24 hours. But if it's a little not, you know, not so hot, I wait 48 before I I start filling it up to let that cure. Yeah, and and if you can, you know, use soaker or 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 um, uh, uh, what do they call the sprinkler system in order to keep it damp as it's curing out. It's always good. Yeah, uh, you want to be able to slow down that curing of concrete. Concrete cures and, and hydrates so fast, just like pool plaster. This is why there's so many shrinkage problems with concrete and plaster. Anything that's got cement and you have a high ratio of water, uh, usually 30% of the weight is water. It dissipates so fast that you get shrinkage within hours. Just like they say, you put the plaster in the pool, you put water in it right away as soon as you can. You want to be able to start. It's it's the old barrel syndrome with, with wine. You take the wine out of a barrel, let it sit there for 24 hours. You fill it up with water or wine, it's going to leak because the wood shrinks. So you put water in that oak barrel, it swells, then you can use your wine or spirits, whatever you want. You don't want to waste it. So normally they fill them up with water till they get the swelling in place. They drain it and they incorporate their wine or their spirits in it. And right. that's what happens with base material. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know about the intercept. So a lot of people just go in and, and fill the product up and then like, well, not fill it up, but you know, put water on it to let it hydrate. And a lot of people here in Texas, I found, don't even fill their gunite up. They just let it sit and hydrate, which, in my opinion, is not a good way of hydrating. and they just sprinkle it. So we put soaker hoses across the top. So once that pool is shot, yeah. you know, we wait. We wait, and then we go in, and we put soaker hoses across the top. And then from there, we let it sprinkle down and fill up. We tell the homeowner, just make sure that stays on constantly. Once it fills, shut it off and it starts to hydrate. And then obviously we got to do, you know, the beam of that and make sure that stays wet as well. And I tell that's the only thing that she checks. So. And that's a smart thing to do. Launch your product with the Talking Pools podcast by placing your ad here. For information on sponsoring the Hump Days with Heather podcast, contact us at talkingpools at gmail.com. Plug this for a second. There's a snake in my kitchen, and my kid just showed me. Hold on. Oh, well, cut. Lord. cut. Hold on. Better run. <laughs> Go get me a bucket, quick. I opened the door. Ah. Why'd you? No. I'm not gonna get you. Wait. He's not. I got him. That. I got it. No, you're fine. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. That's Nate funny. Snakes <laughs> It's like, how do you sit down? I got this. <laughs> yeah. Snakes don't bother me. What kind of snake was it? Yeah. I have no idea. It's brown. Oh. <laughs> it's, okay. just, it's a snake. It's just a little, like a teenager snake, I guess, so to say. A bit oh, than Lord. Her. I don't even know how he got in the house. It's crazy. <laughs> Kids leave the doors open. I know. 
Oh, God. Yeah, Hubby hates snakes. Oh. Like, he hates snakes. And I don't, snakes don't bother me. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of them. Yeah, and my, um, in Florida. Yeah, you know, I'm in Miami quite, quite a bit. Um, but you know, I'm trying not to travel as much. So we, you know, we have an office in a warehouse in, in France, Italy. We just opened up one in two weeks ago in Portugal. I'm in Canada opening up another one. So we have distribution everywhere. Yeah. Um, we're just trying to find a way to just make it easier for logistical reasons to get uh, materials to our clients. Uh, right. Shipping is really, really expensive today. You know, in our yeah, pool division, well. we're we're popping 1,500 pools a month plus and growing. So we 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 now dominate the waterproofing pool industry. That's uh, amazing. You know, we're breaking. Yeah. You know, so now we're getting into the construction part of it. We're doing a lot of high rises, commercial and industrial uh, units. We don't just do swimming pools. We waterproof anything concrete. Yeah. So let's talk about that waterproofing concrete, because not a lot of people here do the waterproofing like on the decking. So let's talk about that application, because a lot of people don't know that, A, you can do the concrete as well. Like for me, I do pavers on all of my new builds. Like I don't even give the clients the option because the concrete is going to have shrinkage cracks. It's going to crack. It's going to, you know, it, it customers don't understand that. And no matter what you do, even the hydration process, if you shoot at the correct BSI, it's still going to crack because the ground movement here is so bad. So let's talk about the waterproofing, the concrete itself around the decking. Give us a little bit of that. Especially the suspended pool industry, those decks have to be waterproof due to weight reasons pavers is an option i i think in the next year uh they're working on every suspended deck starting from the state of florida will have to be waterproofed and we've by got code, the perfect by system code wide like it's going to be part of the code, code in florida that's I, nice absolutely. that's good so you know inside pool outside on the deck and then um you know i can see that happening and i kind of predicted that about 10 years ago that it's going to go that way probably the same thing will be mandatory for the pool industry as well and uh, you know it has a lot of benefits to it you know it's not an expensive process process the waterproof concrete or damp proof it and i think it's very important because you're going to get years of longevity and i did a i did a large theme park uh, a few years ago and uh, i had uh, the engineers ask me so what's the longevity of this i said well you're not going to be able to see the benefits of it but your grandchildren will you know you want to always find a way to protect concrete, especially if it has steel in it. Uh, so I developed a product called On Deck, which is my waterproof product. It's basecrete with a couple changes to it and nine standard colors that go with it. And plus, we can customize it. You know, use typical spray knockdown. You can do your decorative uh, system with it. There's other systems on the market that are uh, similar. But with our claim to fame is our cement product is 0.01 permeability so our rating for a water intrusion on a cement-based material is unheard of and um, you know you can pour again pure muriatic acid on base creed won't do anything to it at all nothing and i'm um, working um, with another company that we developed a product called on on it's called skin uh, it's a replaster product that you'll see in the market very very shortly you can do the same thing it will be a plaster that you can pour pure muriatic acid on it won't do anything to it. Uh, as nice. we all know, plaster has a lot of deficiencies because it uh, doesn't have the strength, doesn't have, has a lot of permeability. So you can throw water on it, it's a sponge. We want to be able to uh, have it protected and it's also chemical resistant. But it's all the basic family stuff. Right. And right. Uh, yeah. 
So of all the products I've invented over the years, Base Speed is the one I'm proud of the most because it does so well. It works so well. You know, you, it has its limitations, and you want to be able to make sure that you don't plaster the same day or the very next day that it's been applied You because you're going to get a deland because it, re will, it will re emulsify the surface until it cures. You have to wait a minimum 24 hours, 24 hours minimum. Yep. Yeah, so we wait. Yeah. I wait 48 to 72 hours just to make sure because I don't want to have an issue with any of that. Like the the, the steps that you helped me with. So Vito, little little background. Last time I actually talked to Vito here is I called him because his client, this pool was probably 20, 30 years old. And when they built the steps, they didn't put any rebar, no steel inside of these steps. And it was it was rebound from the gun night and or shotcrete. Um, I couldn't really tell what it was shot with. And so I'm calling Vito. I have engineers out there because I'm like, shit, this client really can't afford this because it it was. And I've got this plaster here I saved for Apollo. I'm going to actually mail it to him because the one layer of plaster was literally like it was like 1.2 inches thick. And I'm not joking. I had to sit in video of the plaster. I'm just like one layer. And so this particular pool, I'm calling Vito. I'm like, hey, this is what's going on. We're hydroblasting this pool, but these steps are so bad. It's <laughs> so bad. So we applied his product to the to the steps, got it reshaped, reformed. We waited. We let it sit out in a scorching hot. So we waited for my 48 hours because, again, I want to make sure. And then at that point, because I hydroblasted, right, I didn't need to do go back and do the to do my prep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, damn, I do this so much. I forget it's the name. Oh, it's yeah. Monday. I know. And I'm just like, oh, so and then we get that. And so Vita's like, Heather, this is shit, but that's all right. My my product will help it. You know, the engineers are like the engineers even suggested his product without knowing that I, you know, I know Vito. And whenever, you know, when the engineer said that, I'm like, oh, OK, well, I know, you know, I already use that product anyways. And I've already talked to Vito and he's like, well, who's Vito? You know, because engineers don't know you. They just know your product. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm good with the owner because I call him all the time. He was like, well, great, we'll get him out here. <laughs> So that's nice that's that that's nice that engineers, you know, know your product and that that don't know you, but they know the significance of your products and how well it helps and how well it actually does what it's supposed to do for the concrete in, industry and the pool industry because it's it's a huge like a lot of people. Everybody says I over engineer ear everything and I and and my thing is like I'm not necessarily over engineering because. I want to make sure the products last and I want to make sure it's done correctly. I am not the cheapest. I'm not the middle. I am one of the highest builders in the marketplace for your basic pool because I do the waterproofing. I do the engineer on every single one of my pools. You know, I do the soil samples. All of that takes into play. And I even send it to you. I'm like, okay, this is what I got going on video. What do I do? You know, because I want to make sure that your products that I'm applying are accurate for the soil conditions that take place with what we're building. And it helps so much. And I just, it lasts so much longer, and I just appreciate you, Video, for everything that you've done for me. Just so you know. Oh, I appreciate that. Well, it makes it always makes me feel like I'm doing my job. You're doing your passion. You know, also, There's a difference. I do my, uh, yeah, I still have a lot of passion in it. You know, I'm yeah. little, getting a little 64 years old. I'm getting a little burnt out, but you know, we have a lot of really good people. I, my, my, yeah. my staff in my office. It's amazing. I, I love them. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They're absolutely amazing. I mean, every time I, can I take call. off. Yeah, they're, 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 you know, they have so much, they have passion in it. And I think that's, you know, I'll walk in on Tuesday in my office and they're like, okay, what are you doing? You're 64 years old. Go and do something. We, we got it. If we need you, we have your phone number. I'm like, okay, see you later. You know, I don't yep. golf. 
you know? Yeah. I have a couple hobbies and, you know, I just, that's what I do. It's probably more than anything, especially when I'm stressed out. I do get stressed out and I'll tell you why. Oh my God. Yeah. I get, I get some of the worst pools in, in the country all over the world. I get people to call me disasters. So, you know, there's been a few times I've actually had to condemn those pools and I, I won't waterproof them because they're just totally out of, out of, out of place. It's too wide. And that's it's, where I thought we were at late. with that rebound one. Cause I'm like, we're done. There's rebound everywhere. I don't know if, you know, base grid is going to work with this because there was so much rebound. I had to hydroblast all of that up and then chip the rest, a little spot that, you know, the hydroblast company missed. And I was, I was yeah. like, Oh God, please don't make me put a pool in a pool. Tune in next Wednesday for part two of Heather's interview with Vito Mariano, president of Basecree Technologies, as he dives deeper into waterproofing bond coat on hump days with Heather. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 